We started off today. We started off today with a bunch of brises. How to answer up, Rav. Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana. How to answer up each other of the brises. Again, let's get the names straight. Rav said the case is 50-50. And the end of the day is always going to be 50-50. And Rav said that Allah is going to be. It's Kiroiv. And therefore, everyone brings Pesach Rishon. Rav Kahana says it's not Kiroiv. And therefore, either it means one brings Pesach Rishon, one brings Pesach Shani. Or it means one brings Pesach Rishon. No one brings Pesach Shani. We have three different brises, each proving each other shita. How does everyone answer? The basic way to understand the Noif and Khali is that everyone agrees that it, to their own shita. The way that they're going to answer up the other Brysa is by explaining that when it said 50-50, didn't really mean 50-50. It meant either 50-50, the women are the ones that are making a 50 tame, the women are the ones making a tar, and then, then we have a cyber machleki, so the woman chayba or rishos, and that's going to allow us to play with the permutations subtract and add as we see fit. Then we got involved in a very fascinating discussion. What if we have one extra person, that one lone Jew, the learned teaching us how Klai Yisrael is tilted by one Jew. We had a four-way machleik, as we had the Tanakam that says one Jew, Betoma, everyone brings Betoma, ain't carbon tzibar chalik. Rav Lezben Masi said, come on, get real, that's too much, we can't have one person bring you a whole carbon pesach. Lo yisuch alizbech is a pesach ba'achad sharecha. Rav Shimon said, okay, not one Jew, but one shavit, that's enough. One shavit makes that shavit 50, the whole Klai Yisrael 50, each one brings on their own. Rav Yehuda takes that to the next level. One shavit is 50, and therefore the whole cloud Yisrael is now called the Rav to that shavit. Therefore everyone can bring it onto the Tumah for that shavit. We continued and we went along to have about four different cases that the Gemara got involved in before the, before the next Mishnah. First we discussed what is the story where we have Mechsa Tairim and Mechsa Tameim. So Rav said, what should we do? What should we do with this story? Everyone's bothered. We have 50-50. So Rav said, make them Tameh Sharet. Ula said, send them out of the camp. We try to figure out what, what's better, what's worse. Ula, we're not happy with, because why send them out of the camp? No one's going to want to leave Klai Yisrael. Rav, we're maybe not happy with, because Tameh Sharet? Who says you can't bring your carbon because Tameh Sharet? Maybe you could. And that was the basic Machleik as between Rav and Ula, Rav Yechman with the, with the final punch saying to Ula, no one's going to want, Rav Nachman, no one's going to want to leave Klai Yisrael. Then we have the next statement. What is the story with a Zav? And we have a unique case of a Zav. We have Roiv Klai Yisrael Zavim and we have a Mir Tami Mesim. So the whole Klai Yisrael is Tami. Yet, it's not going to be Tumahotra Betzibar. It's important to realize, we always said, Tumahotra Betzibar, we just threw it out, means Klai Yisrael is Tami. We have a case 100% Tumah. Yet, there'll be no carbon Peskarishan. Why not? Because Roiv Zavim, Zavim can't be in Peskarishan. They can't either bring because they're Tommy Mace, but in this case, what's going to happen? The Shaila is, are we going to allow the Mia to bring your Pesach Shani? That comes out to be a Machlik, is Rav Adon, Rav Huna. Whether we're going to allow them to bring it, Rav Huna says, no, I skipped the gun, I'm absolutely incorrect. Says the Gemara, in this case, Rav says that no, they're not going to be able to bring neither the Pesach Rishon nor the Pesach Shani because there's nothing to push them off. That was case number one. Shmuel on that one argued. Shmuel says, come on, you have to have a carbon Pesach. And Rav says, who says? What if everyone's a Tamei Zav? You can't have a carbon Pesach in that case. And then Shmuel said, but that's called Lay Efsher. And our case is also going to be called Lay Efsher. And therefore Shmuel argues and Shmuel says that the Tamei Mace will, yes, be allowed to bring the Pesach Shani. Then we get involved in the next level. What was the next level? You have a right to and you have a meat. Tummy's up. What do you do in that case? So, meaning, I, I think I said the previous case wrong. The previous case was Roy Tummy's up and me and Tummy Mace. This case is Roy Tummy Mace and me and Tummy's up. This is the Machlekes of Huna and Rav Ada, which the Gemara suggests is a Machlekes Tummy Hutra, Tummy We haven't come to terms with this yet. What is the Machlek? What is Allah? Rav Huna says that you do not have Tashlumim. That the Miyat of Tamei Zavim will not be allowed to bring the Pesach Shani, we think because Tamei Techiyah B'Tzibar. Rav says that no, the Zavim will yet be allowed to bring the Pesach Shani. Tamei Hoch B'Tzibar. The Umar says no, 
Really, everyone could agree that Tumi Tuchiyah B'Tibar, here we have a different Machlekes, what pushes someone off to Pesel Sheni? Is it only when a carbon Rishon was brought to Tyra, then it pushes it off, or even when it was brought to Tuma, it's going to be brought off? Then we had one last case before we get to the Mishnah, when Klaisol is in thirds, but what happens is, at the end of the day, is that the Tumi people gang up with each other, thereby disallowing the carbon Pesel to be brought, and that's the reason why Rav Mani Barbatish taught us that the Tumi Misim are going to get messed over, they can't be the Pesel Rishon, because they're not right, and they're not going to be the Pesach Shani because it's going to be right Tame when you put the Tame Mace together with the Tame Zav. Then we went along to the new Mishnah, which is really going to continue into tomorrow. What happens when part of either the animal becomes Tame or the owner becomes Tame? Part of the animal becomes Tame. Maratza tzitz, the tzitz saves the day. If the owner is Tameh, the tzitz does not save the day. So you go Tumas Atahayim, which is what we're talking about tomorrow, the tzitz will yes save the day. And then we just discuss what point do you find out that the owner is Tameh? What, or the, or the meat is Tameh, I should say. What is the case? We thought we had a dig from the Mishnah that the case was that you've only found out after, but if you found out before and you still did the Zerika, it's no good, which was a steer to the Braisa. We had two Terutzim at the end of the day. Ravina comes along and Ravina holds at the end of the day, it, it's not going to work. If you found out that the animal is tummy and then you did the Zerika anyways, says Ravina, it is no good. At the end of the day, Rav Shila is going to hold, it is yes good. Because Rav Shila is going to argue the whole premise of the question of the Gemara. Because the whole question of the Gemara was based on the premise that what? That it's Miduyak, that the Zerika was done before, you, after you found out that the, the animal was Tameh. But if before, and there would be no good. And Rav Shila says that's incorrect. The only way the Mishnah wrote that way was all through the Sefer. Because the Sefer, we have a tremendous Chiddush. Because the Sefer, we have a Chiddush that when the Bailam are Tameh, even if you only find that out afterwards, it will not work. That's why it's said in, this, in the Reisha. But Rav Shila holds that in reality, even if you knew the animal was Tameh, and you did the Zerika, it still will be Miratza. So Rav Shila is taking an extreme cheetah that when the Basar is Tameh, it's always going to be Tzitz even if you found out prior, whereas Ravina argues, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow.